Welcome into the PRC Post Game Podcast presented by Talking Ball. Y'all, Jeff Lossett, Jeremy Shesby, Darby McCraney standing by after a tough loss, fellas. 36 to 7. PRC drops one to East Central. And uh, early on in the ball game, it looked it was very tight. 7 nothing. I think, to start. Um, you know, East Central got the score and then, you know, had the makings of, of a really good game. But, uh, you know, it just didn't end up that way for PRC. Yeah, you know, Jeff, it was really a fun first half. You know, we go into the locker room, we're down eight to nothing, but 30 seconds left in the first half, it's still zero to zero. Uh, it was a very, it felt like a very winnable game. I, you know, this is a game you go into, I think most everybody kind of counts you out. You're a huge underdog. And even the whole game, even into the second half, it still felt like a winnable game. Uh, we had several opportunities that we really just blew there in the, early in the first half. We had first and goal with inside the five-yard line two separate times. Um, the first time we went down there not able to punch it in the second time. Darby can correct me, but I want to say we had seven different shots inside the five-yard line after a penalty. And then fourth and goal, we still have a shot fourth and goal from the one and get a delay of game penalty. It's just stuff like that that can't happen. And, you know, we've talked about it each and every week, which really kept us out of ball games as ourselves. It's penalties and turnovers. And that's that's more of the same this week Defense really had a, did a good job in the first half of keeping us in it, and the second half had a couple good good stops, but we put them in bad bad positions throughout the game. Really, yeah. The tail of the tape for me, Jeff, is uh, is is the penalties. I mean, it's been that way for four weeks in a row now in, in special teams, and that's just something. If we're gonna if we're gonna write this ship moving forward, week five for the rest of the season, it, uh, we're gonna have to correct that, and it's not been addressed as of. As of week four. Yeah, and fellas, talk a little bit about tonight. Uh, kind of a wrinkle, I guess, for this uh, Blue Devil offense. Had a starting quarterback change tonight. Brandon Gage uh, was, was starting quarterback for, for the Blue Devils tonight. And, uh, you know, and that just shows, to me, it shows some senior leadership from Dalton Lee. Just seeing his demeanor on the sideline. I think he had had a little banged up from the picking game last week. So they were kind of holding him out to see what happened. But senior leadership over there, you know, he took his lumps or just stood there and waiting for his time. But I thought Brandon – uh, did a great job in the offense, kind of controlling the offense, threw the ball well, hit some receivers. Uh, just at some times he was getting pressured a little too much. And, and you know, you know, mistakes come when there's somebody in your face. He's going to try to make plays when nothing's there. Well, yeah, you got – so you, mis- mistakes come from things like that. I think mistakes also comes from a quarterback that hasn't started a game right. yet and then a fullback that hasn't started yet as Brooks Wilson finally comes right. back. And so you have the timing issue of a quarterback to center snap and then the transition issues that you can have between a quarterback that's new and also a three-back that's new and a very that's a very important position in the wing tee. I think what you take away from this is, as you said, Brandon played a good game, especially considering we're going against one of the better defenses that we're going to see in district this year year i think that it uh it it really opens up avenues going forward because you see that you have a good young quarterback um you know that can play that position moving forward if we need to and and it evens open up some possibilities for dalton lee at other positions because you know dalton lee's not like really realistically he's more of your prototypical three back that's right Uh, the way that i view and i know the way that darby views it as he said throughout the game tonight um so i think there's some exciting things you take from that one uh being just the, the way that they stepped up as you said the leadership from seniors helping these guys step up um, but we had we had a new left tackle as Andrew Lee was out. You're talking right. about a key loss um, and Andrew Lee, who, who's been playing both ways. Um, so you had a, a left tackle that stepped up early in the game, opening up some pretty big, big holes, sealing the edge on two big runs in the first drive for Josh Chapetta. Um, as he he carried he carried the ball twice. I want to say for about 50 yards in the 
first drive. Yeah, 48 yards just on two carries and 92 total on the night on eight carries for him. So he had a, he had a wonderful game. But the comment on um, on Cage, man, he had 80 yards just through three quarters. I mean, just every ball he threw was was way catchable. Uh, some with extreme precision. Uh, I just really like the way he looked tonight. Overall, I thought you know there's things that he could clean up, like that was touched upon there. But his first start, I mean, he's just now a junior. Um, he's got another year to go, but you have to look at the way that he played this game as a, a diamond in the rough, if you will. You look at this and you say, okay, wow, now we have those all, all those other possibilities. And, and, and you can't say that you looked when you knew that he was going to start this game that you expected him to play this way. I mean, he definitely outkicked his coverage tonight. He's gained a lot of respect from teammates, as Eli said tonight. Uh, but he was the shining spot. I mean, we picked him as our player of the game. He just conducted the field with, with just such leadership and, and precision. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing with that is not just the way that he played, but I think it's the dynamic that he opens up moving forward. If you look at our scoring drive that we had, um, play calling was a lot different. We had a three-play drive, two passing attempts by right. him, two good passing attempts by him, one completed, one with a penalty, and then we run a reverse. So it changes the dynamic of the offense just on that one drive. So I think moving forward, it gives you the opportunity to open this up and, and change things up a little bit, not to just run our traditional wing tee that we have been. What I would like to see something that we had talked about is, you know, later on, you know, Jeff, you touched on this, later on in the game tonight when they put Dalton back in, it was it was at a point that the game was really out of hand. That's right. Um, and, and we ran a different passing offense with Dalton in, and it's really a passing offense that I would see suited more towards Brandon Cage, Absolutely. to be completely honest. I'd like to see Cage from the shotgun more because he does have more speed. Uh, I think that he's going to bring another wrinkle to the offense, and I'd like to see us moving forward change that up a little bit. And I know it's something that um, Eli talked to Owen about after the game today. Well, you know, and, and I, I'll go back to last week because I, I think I made a comment – either on the podcast or me and Darby talking, you know, afterwards, you know, you were getting beat 35 to nothing, 28 to nothing, and then 42 to nothing. Ultimately, it was a final. But as, I, as I'm watching the game, you know, as a fan now, I get, the, I get the, you know, privilege of watching the game from the stands. You have to think about the diamond in the roughs that you're talking about. Late in the game, like that, when it's out of hand, you got players on the sideline that, that practice just as hard. And I'm not saying – you know, dump them all and do, but you will find somebody like that. And I thought Brandon stepped up and did a great job in his first start. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm excited to see what we can do with him. I'd like to see more of him throughout the year. Um, and I'm not saying I don't want to see Dalton. I'd like to see right. Dalton in some other roles maybe. Well, they, they, they I think it opens that up. On, on the field at the same time, I believe. Do oh, you? Oh, absolutely. But I believe that you – I think that you – look, this is a tough district. We don't have a lot of kids, and it's hard because some are going to play both ways. But I think that to win games, you got to put the best 11 on the field. And I think yeah. doing so incorporates putting both of them on the offensive side of the ball at times. I agree. 100% agree with you there. Well, once again, the final score tonight, 36-7. to 7. Uh, here, uh, another tough district loss. Uh, now 0-2 in the district. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll look ahead a little bit, uh, a little bit to Long Beach, and then going further in this district. Hey, folks! It's never too early or too late to get that spring cleaning done. Give our friends at Silver Run Cleaning Services a call. They provide Pearl River County and the surrounding areas with a professional cleaning service. Silver Run Cleaning offers tailor-made and customizable services for your commercial business, your post-construction cleanup, and your residents. Remember that Silver Run Cleaning Services. For reoccurring and one-time appointments, give Darby McCraney a call at 601-337-1721. That number once again is 601-337-1721. Let Silver Run Cleaning Services handle all your messy cleanups. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the PRC postgame podcast presented by Talking Ball, y'all. Jeff Lossett, Jeremy Shesby, Darby McCraney uh, back with us. And we just uh, kind of worked through the ball game tonight. Tough loss, 36 to 7. East Central comes in and takes one from the Blue Devils. But looking ahead next week, go back or on the road. Uh, another district, of course, it's district from here on out, but Long Beach. Uh, Long Beach has been, you know, struggling this year. So, see if the Blue Devils can right the ship. It's going to have to be another tough week of practice, uh, you know, to, to gather everything. And it's always hard, and this is my opinion before we get into the, the district, it's always hard, especially the Monday after the game on Friday because you got your ninth grade and you got your JV playing a game. So, then you're only practicing with – the upperclassmen, the juniors and the seniors. So you're kind of splitting the team there on, on a practice on a Mondays, but then you get everybody back together on Tuesday. So it's going to be another tough week of practice for the Blue Devils, but they go calling on the Bearcats next week, Jeremy. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game. It's always fun to go down to Long Beach. You know, it's a game that we, we have good success with each and every year, but we always get to see a pretty good quarterback when we go to Long That's Beach. Right. And we'll, we'll see a good quarterback again this year. We're going to go down there. They're, they're struggling. Um, they're they're winless to this point as well um last week 0-2 in district lost to van cleve 48 to 20 last week and then tonight had the unfortunate uh, events of going down to gauchet and they got beat 62 to 7 um as that was a pretty lopsided affair down in gauchet but you know we'll we'll get to go down there uh you know i've had the pleasure of calling games with both of you guys at long beach in the past you know in the little brick Yep. Sell that you got to call know, that's from. Your favorite favorite place to call <laughs> yeah. a game from. Yeah, we, man, Darby and I look like a bunch of sardines packed in that thing, one over the other, trying to call out of that little box. But so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to going down there. It's always a fun game. It's a very winnable game. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, we had a winnable game tonight. Let it slip through the cracks. Next week's one of those games that we've got to have. Yep. Y- y- if we if we have a shot still to salvage a playoff run, which we do. We're only two games into this, um, but Long Beach is one of the ones that That's you've right. got to get a win. Um, I think that we, I, I think that we'll be able to do that. Our second dairy against Sumrall showed some 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 good times. Um, where I don't think we're going to face a quarterback or a receiving core like we saw against Sumrall. Um, but we are going to see we are going to see an offense that can throw the ball around. I think our defense. I think if our defense can contain. Um, the wide receivers, I think if our secondary can play a good football game, I think that will be okay. We should be able to successfully move the ball down the field. I think it's going to be a good game for us to try some of these new wrinkles as we saw later in the second half of this game. Yeah, I'm curious to get down there and see their second year in a spread throwing offense because if you remember last year says when we went down there last year, uh, yeah, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, but when we went down there, they had just switched from a, a run-heavy power offense and then within the span of two or three weeks switch to the spread, which was pretty unique. But I'm curious to see how they progressed um, in that in that system, for one. But, two, that'll be our first district game that I believe we'll be favored in this year. So I look for us to go down there and, and take care of business against the Long Beach Bearcats. Yeah, it'll be our first game. It'll be our first game in district that we're facing a, a, a different offense than what we're used to seeing at practice every day, right? I mean, we saw tonight as a mirror image as far as the play scheme. We're seeing the wing tee against a, a coach that was here before, so we're very familiar with the offense of East Central. Picking, you know what you're going to get. Um, not the same exact wing tee offense as ours, but basically the same type of plays. So next week we're going to get that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be that change of pace that we're going to see from here on out, with an exception basically to Van Cleve, uh, for the most part, we're going to see these passing teams. We're going to have Long Beach. We're going to have um, Gauthier's going to throw the ball around for yeah. sure. West Harrison will probably throw it yeah. around too. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and last I looked, Picking was, you know, kind of handling business against Van Cleve. But just looking in the district, I mean, you've got, you've got some winnable games. If, if, you're, the, if you're the Blue Devil faithful, 
if you're the Blue Devil players, fans, coaches, I mean, they're you got to get a tough week of practice in, you know, to come off this loss like like you did uh, tonight against East Central, down 0-2 in the district. But you got some winnable games coming up, and we were talking about that. If you look at the schedule, uh, coaches and players don't look ahead, but us as broadcasters and and, and podcasters and, and talking heads as we are, we can look ahead and stuff like that and look at it. But it, it starts next week at Long Beach. That's right. It's absolutely right. Uh, you're going to have to. Uh, you're going to have to have at least four wins to make it in the playoffs. Um, we've got four winnable games ahead. We just have to buckle up. We have to do a better job of controlling the ball, not turning it over, not getting so many penalties. And I think we're going to have to change some stuff up on offense as well. But it is doable. And I was going to say penalties. I mean, you yeah. you get, you know, early in the ball game, even the first half uh, when you know when they went down eight to nothing, uh, the Blue Devils did. The penalties is what kills you. I mean, you're down there, and you get and and not really, you know. Okay, you can you in my opinion, you can the fix the you know the false starts and all the, you know. But there was some unnecessary penalties too. There was some, and I say unnecessary, and I say unnecessary because there was some unsportsmanlike on both teams that that kind of hurt drives there that they yeah. get in the situation to have an unsportsmanlike, and then okay, it took took some out takes them out of a drive there. So you know you, that stuff is fixable. That stuff is doable, and like I said, you got to you got to start Monday back on the practice field. Yeah, that's got to be the focal point, you know. Going into Week Five, it's got to be just playing a clean game for me. But I, I, do, I still do like the this is the the stretch of the schedule that we, as like you said, broadcasters or podcasters or whatnot, that we have all circled as our our section of of, of success, right? So we got to come into it clean. We got to come into it with a good game plan and just execute the rest of the way through. Yep, I couldn't agree more. I think next week we get this thing turned around. I think we get our first win, and then from there you just got to build momentum each and every week. Yeah, keep stacking it. One, one game on top of the other. Success a, a day at a time and tough practice weeks, as Jeff said. So I'm with you guys on that. All right, thanks for uh, listening. That was the PRC postgame podcast presented by Talking Ball. Y'all, once again, the final score here from Prover Central, 36-7. to 7. East Central takes this one.